Welcome in to the Unnamed MMA Podcast. I'm Adam Abdallah. Follow me on Twitter at Adam A. Abdallah. Across from me, as always, Jordan Sherwood. Follow him on Twitter at WoodonESPN1000. Get all of his picks at FatJackSports.com. Jack has been absolutely on fire. Get signed up for the rest of the uh, NFL season, the college bowl season, the NBA. College basketball is just getting started, so make sure you get signed up. And, of course, all of Jordan Sherwood's great picks. Jordan, how's it going? That's good. I mean, you look at Fat Jack last week from an MMA standpoint, great. Yeah. Our premium plays were, were solid. You were a winner. Some of the uh, advice I provided on the podcast that weren't, you know, necessarily provided by FatJackSports.com did not pave uh, the way. You know, Benil Dariush, thank you for coming. You know, 30-some-odd seconds into the fight. Thanks for showing uh, up, Exactly. Uh, Thanks you know, for showing up. Bobby Green, you know, Jalen Turner didn't look great in the scale, so Bobby Green was a play, yeah, not not so much. Uh, Calvin Gastelum looked good in the scale. Uh, I thought he looked good in his return to uh, welterweight, not so much. Sean Brady proved maybe that Bilal Muhammad fight might have been a fluke, maybe, maybe not. We'll see. But more importantly, the premium plays, solid. We'll have some more selections uh, for this uh, final apex appearance for the UFC and last of two uh, fight weeks for the UFC for the calendar year. One thing I've learned is uh, do not talk shit about Bilal Muhammad because he will come. He's been going after Gilbert Burns on Twitter because Burns said if he was healthy, he would have beaten him. And like, it's relentless, dude. Like, do not get into a social media war with, with Bilal Muhammad. He will win. He will win. He no, will win. no, he's too talented on social media. He's yeah. got very good content. Yeah. He will win. But I will sure. say this, Bilal, you know, you've got more important things, more bi- bigger fish to fry. You've got a welterweight title fight that uh, you should have your eye on next week. Oh. Colby Covington, Leon Edwards, both fights make sense for you as the next challenger. Yeah. Uh, I'd love to see either one of those fights, but they have to be for the belt. I'm not going to accept Bilal Muhammad, Leon Edwards three uh, in, in a if rematch. It's it's not for the no, belt absolutely. and the same thing in a, in a grudge match with Colby Covington. Bilal Muhammad, and I'm not saying this because he's friend of show, Bilal Muhammad, because of the record, the track record he's put together yeah. in the welterweight division, deserves to be fighting for the championship next. Absolutely, and we will preview that uh, the final pay-per-view event, the final event. Sick card, top uh, to bottom. Oh, it's going to be awesome. Yeah. It's going to be great, even though one of the best fights was just called but, off. But, but, but the thing is, we've got some time. We've got, yeah. we've got some time. Gigi Kikadze uh, tore his groin in, in training. So Josh Emmett oh, needs oh, an opponent. That's news, dog. Oh, that's news, dog. Right, yeah, that happened a couple of days ago. But, you know, besides the point, so we, the news, the dog was a little bit late, you know, <laughs> getting out uh, to take care of business. But bottom line is maybe Josh Emmett stays on the card and we get a, you know, a top-tier featherweight. But either way, that fight card is top yeah. to bottom is one of the best we've seen uh, from a fight standpoint. Yep. It doesn't have the blockbuster names, but it's got some really good, intriguing matchups to close out the card. This one? Not so much. Not so much. Yeah, not so much. But before we do, I, I, I want to pick your brain on something. Got a little bit of a life dilemma. So before okay. we d- hit the right. place, okay. And the reason I don't look, have like a I don't have like a thing for this. You, you don't. It's breaking news. <laughs> is, it the news is it the news? I dog? don't know. I guess I'll is listen it the news to dog? it. Here's, I'll hey, listen look, I want to pick it. your brain on what I should do in this situation. Okay. Okay. So right. uh, and the reason I'm picking your brain is because you love food, right? Uh, you're a sibling, uh, and yeah. you're, you're a good dude. You've got a good group of friends. Uh, okay, so you. every single week, uh, you know, by my buddies and I play in a, in a hoops game. We play five-on-five, five, full court. We ran out of court for two hours, and it's great. I love it. I, I look forward to it every single week. It's, it's happening tonight. Um, 
It also happens to be my brother's birthday. Tonight is okay. my brother's birthday, and he's got a dinner plan with his wife, uh, my mom and my dad at a uh, hibachi place. Ooh, okay, dude, which is, is one the of show. Rod of Japan. Okay, so yeah. one of the best places that, to to have some hibachi. Um, my wife can't go because we can't have a sitter. Uh, we don't have a sitter, so it would be me going or drop him off go. to the show tonight. But here's, here's, drop him off to Vlekin Abdallah. Here's the other. But here's the other thing too is. I saw my brother on Sunday, okay, and I already gave him his gift, okay, and I'm seeing him tomorrow night for the first night of Hanukkah, okay. But basketball is there's not enough guys playing. It's like we're gonna have, if I go to play basketball, it's a three on three game or maybe like three on three with one guy sitting out. So it's not the full court that we normally have. Okay. So my question for you is, what should I do? Do I go to Hibachi without my wife and enjoy a nice, great dinner at Rana Japan? Yeah. Uh, screwing over my buddies, or do I say, look? I saw my brother, already got him his gift. My wife's not going. I go play basketball uh, and, and do a salad for my for my friends and doing something I love, but it's only three on three. How old is your brother turning? He's 40, going to be 45. Okay. Oh, all right. So it's like a decent number. Decent all right. Number. Like this, well, no, di- if it was, this dinner was planned like no, no, yesterday. No, 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 no. If it was 50, you got to go to the dinner. Oh, yeah, 100%. If it was 40, you got to go to the dinner. Right. I feel like 45, 45, okay. I saw him on Sunday, already yeah. gave him his gift. Gave I'm him, him the tomorrow. Gift. All right, all right. I didn't get a birthday gift, but that's fine. My birthday was on Monday. Thanks. Um, Did, are you calling see. out your brother right now, or are you calling no, out I'm me? I'm calling out you, uh, my UFC brother, uh, <laughs> my brother in podcast. Yeah, there he is. Did Black get you something? Fleck, no, Fleck would never, no. Okay. No, Fleck would tell me that his presence is a present. That's what he would tell me. <laughs> right, well, I'm not going to go there. I'm not brave enough to go, I'm not brave enough to go there. Uh, uh, let's see. So what oh, do I do? Man. Okay, so here's, okay, I've got I can't questions. Do both. I, can't do, I can't do both. No, you're not swinging both. Okay, okay, I got questions, okay? Yeah, uh, So you guys aren't in charge of fielding a team to play another unknown team, No, right? we rent out the court. You it's rent out the court. our court for two hours. Okay, does I it cost? Pay mo- I pay money. Okay, how, I pay, okay. I pay, well, all right, don't tell me how much. Yeah. I'm, just, I'm just saying, okay. So you already paid to rent the court. Yeah. You're going to pay regardless, right? Yeah, I've okay. paid. I've paid my, my annual fee. Okay. It's already in. You're not, you can't bring, you're, you're not bringing your kids to the dinner. Right, no, so no. it's not an opportunity to see the kids. No, right? Okay, because I've, I've, as I found out, you got to bring the kids to everything. Right, uh, <laughs> I'm not going to bring them to a hibachi dinner. I'll Why not? I feel yeah. like they would have fun. Yeah, they, no, they see the little. They don't have French fries and cheese. The little volcano. <laughs> yeah, it's cool. That kind of stuff. Yeah. We're not doing that. I loved it when I was a kid. We're not doing um, that. Let's see. Okay, and you're going to see him tomorrow night. I'm going to see my brother tomorrow night for Hanukkah. Okay, um, hmm. and like you're, it would just be you solo at dinner, right? Right, not my wife. No. Okay. I don't think you have to go to dinner. Go to basketball? I think you can go to basketball. You just saw him on it's Sunday. One, it's one of the two. It's not You're like I'm not see him tomorrow. doing either and I'm going home to my wife. Like, yeah. it's I'm playing basketball, which yeah. my wife says go to play basketball or go go to dinner with your brother. Yeah, plus it's the holiday season, so, like, you need you need that cardio because, like, you're going to be eating. You know, yeah, like you're gonna be eating. There's gonna eight, be eating good tomorrow night. There's for eight, I say there's eight nights of Hanukkah, dude. That's a lot yeah, of food. That's a lot of food. That's a lot of food. <laughs> that's a lot of food. All right, I'm feeling a lot Plus better about basketball parties and stuff. I feel like you can go to basketball if he was turning a round number, like if he was turning forty or fifty or sixty or something like that. Yeah. You got to go to the dinner. I mean, if I had a sitter, we'd be going to the dinner. Yeah. If this was a bigger to do, I'd be going to the dinner. If but my, more my people, sister-in-law yeah. planned it yesterday. No, nah, no, nah, you go to basketball. Okay. You go to basketball. Okay. If she's got a problem, she can call Baloma. She doesn't. She, she's like, she she don't, she don't, she'd love to have me. If it's not, yeah, call Baloma. All right, cool. All right, I'm feeling good about it. Feeling yeah, good. go to basketball, get your cardio in, 
and then eat, fill up tomorrow at the first night of Hanukkah. And Very you know, well. happy Hanukkah to you and your family tomorrow. I love it. Okay, I'm in. All right. Uh, we do have some more news that is not uh, Jordan basketball related, but uh, this is a, an altered card, uh, if you will, as uh, Sumaderji was supposed to fight someone else, and now he's Alan, not. Nascimento. Yeah, Nascimento. And now yeah. he's not. He's fighting Tim Elliott. I don't have, like, a breakdown, so you can go this real quick. Tim Elliott's a minus 165 favorite, even though he is the fill-in on very short notice. Uh, as this, We're recording this on a Wednesday. The, pay, the uh, card is on Saturday. So this was announced two nights ago on Monday night. And so uh, Sumaderji now is plus 130, even though he's been preparing to fight all along. Yeah, he has been preparing to fight all along, and, and a lengthy guy, and a guy that also you know looks for submissions. Tim Elliott's not a lengthy guy, but he is a, a, a scrambler, a scrappy fighter, a grappler, and a veteran. He's the guy that went you know five hard rounds with Demetrius Mighty Mouse Johnson several years ago, shocking really the world and how competitive of a fight that is. And Tim Elliott wants to bounce back. You know, he he, he was humbled uh, in his last fight against Magomedov. Uh, he was winning that fight until he succumbed to uh, a pretty shocking submission late in that third round where he was a big-time uh, underdog. Sumaderji was going to be facing a guy in Nascimento that wanted to look to get grab a hold of him and, and, and get a submission, even though Nascimento comes from uh, a striking background. And Sumaderji needed to bounce back because, if you recall, he was in a fight prior to this with Matt Danger Snell. Probably finished Snell on his feet five different times in that fight, but didn't finish him. Snell kept coming along, and eventually in that second round had a miraculous comeback. Killed us because we were on the Sumaderji side for mm-hmm. inside the distance, if you recall. Yeah. Snell Cash is a big-time underdog. And look, I worried for Sumaderji having to prepare this fight for a guy in Tim Elliott uh, that is going to bring kind of a fight game that he struggled with. Guys that are pushing pace, looking for takedowns, and looking for submissions. Uh, you know, Sumaderji does thump. He's got some some really good knockout power. But Tim Elliott's a guy that, that you know, keeps coming after you. Mm-hmm. And he hasn't been knocked out. And, you know, it's a fun uh, fighter to watch, too. Really fun fighter mm-hmm. to watch. So I think even though despite the short-notice nature of, of this fight and despite the odds on, on, on where they're placed, I, I'm looking at Tim Elliott via submission as something to, 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 to come into because – what I've seen about Sumaderji, the times that he's lost, uh, he, he lost to. Uh, yeah, I just talked about Blake, uh, you know, Danger Schnell, who he got submitted by him. He he lost to the, the last Samurai, another guy that that's extremely you know, good and gifted on the ground. So I think Tim Elliott can catch something for, for uh, in Sumaderji at some point in the fight. It's a flyer for him to win via submission because you know. It's short notice, uh, but another thing to note that this fight is going to be a catchweight fight. He's not going to have to make the cut down to 125. It's at 135, mm-hmm. so he doesn't have to worry about the hydration issues and, and the weight cut. I, I think it's certainly a flyer on Tim Elliott via submission to via get the submission. win. All right, I can look at that real quick because I believe those odds are up here on Fan. Nope, I lied. They're not up on Fan. I'll try to look somewhere else and uh, get you those odds while we're talking about our next fight here. Anthony Smith against Khalil Roundtree Jr. Light heavyweights, Anthony Smith, Khalil Roundtree Jr. Uh, Smith uh, halted a two-fight skid last time when he was a split decision over Ryan Spann when they were over in Singapore. And then Roundtree was originally supposed to fight uh, last weekend in Austin, but now this is in Vegas because his uh, partner, uh, Muraskadov, was forced out of that fight. So now he's going to fight Anthony Smith. Cleo Roundtree, a huge favorite here, minus 250. Anthony Smith, plus 190. Well, the first thing you have to notice is this line completely flipped. When it, yeah. would op- when it opened up, 
uh, Khalil Roundtree was the underdog, and it completely flipped to, to now Anthony Smith being on the underso- underdog side of things. Uh, I don't know what to make of Anthony Smith anymore. In fact, I haven't known what to make of Anthony Smith since he had that home invasion issue back in April of 2020, and following that, he lost in a dramatic five-round war with Glover Teixeira in the fifth round in a fight that he was winning. And even and look, he's dabbled in commentating. He he do, he does some some work for some uh, serious XM channels on the side. Uh, he's got one foot out the door uh, in his mixed martial arts career, and look, he's been doing it forever. He's got over 50 plus fights in his, you know, mixed martial arts career, and he's been in the top of, of the light heavyweight division forever. So the odds kind of shock me that they flipped as dramatically as they did because look, Khalil Roundtree is a force of nature on the feet. That dude. You know, broke a guy's leg with a shin kick uh, a couple of fights ago. He's got knockout power in both hands. He's ex- he's one of the scariest dudes to look at uh, in the cage. If you, if you're listening to this podcast, whenever you are, we're recording it uh, on here on a Wednesday afternoon. But when you watch the fights on Saturday night, just look at how he stands stoic like a statue when his name is being announced. It's one of the scariest things in MMA. Um, <laughs> look. Anthony Smith is, is more well-rounded than, than Khalil Roundtree. i got to believe if Anthony Smith can get out of the first round, maybe get some takedowns working, uh, he'll be able to, to score points, carry favor with the judges, and maybe uh, eventually win this fight. But because I just don't know what Anthony Smith is going to show up, and I can't back Khalil Roundtree as big of a favorite as he is at 225, Maybe if, if Roundtree got down to like a dollar seventy, and that would have to be a seismic shift back in favor of, of, of Anthony Smith, uh, I'm going to lay off this fight. I think there's too many uncertainties and variables involved in this fight to feel confident on either side. If you have to play something in this fight, I think it's likely safe to go with the under, thinking that either there's a reason for that shift in the odds. Roundtree's going to land something early and knock out Anthony Smith, or Anthony Smith is going to survive that first round and get Khalil Roundtree out of there in the second or the third with a submission or a, a TKO finish. Okay, because uh, the under one and a half is uh, minus one thirty right now. Uh, Anthony Smith to win by by or sorry Roundtree to win by knockout is minus one thirty five. Anthony Smith to win by knockout is plus one f- plus five fifty. Uh, and then let's see, what's the next? Uh, Anthony Smith to win by submission is plus 600, and Roundtree to win by decision is plus 550. I just, I just could see so many different scenarios happening in, in this fight, and I'm not confident in, in, in a play specifically. Maybe if you like Anthony Smith, you, you, Anthony Smith to win round two to start, that adds a little bit more value to him just straight okay. up as the underdog. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but I think this is one of those fights. Enjoy Going the entertainment. Under. Go with the under. But okay. I I also think you might have to, you know, add a little bit of, you know, pay the juice on there and go two and a half. So I know oh, that's, okay. that's probably not as favorable as that one and a half at a dollar thirty. Yeah. But, you know, Anthony Smith has, has been going deeper into fights, uh, you know, as of late. So... I think that's the direction to go if you want to make a play. All right. Our next fight is uh, Junyun Park against Andre Muniz. Muniz is plus 145. Park is minus 185. These are middleweights that are ranked uh, just outside the top 15. And, again, we should, be, we should have said, uh, started with this. This card was not supposed to be at the uh, Apex in yeah. Vegas. Mm-hmm. This card was supposed to be 
over in China, I believe, correct? Correct, yeah. So this card got moved from China to the Apex in Las Vegas, so that's why there's uh, a lot of fighters of Asian descent on this fight because a lot of them where they were supposed to be fighting in China and uh, they were all going to fly over from various countries into China and fight there. Now this has been since moved to the apex, so some of them dropped off. That's why, uh, you know, you've see, you're seeing a lot of Asian descent fighters because, you know, like we've talked about before, like when you go over to England, they do a lot of English fighters. They did it with uh, when they went to Australia, when they've done it in Singapore. They've done it in, uh, they have a lot of Arab fighters when they go over to Dubai. So, like, they, the, the UFC kind of... It, to you know, to mitigate travel and everything, has a lot of fighters that you wouldn't normally see on cards, on these cards that are supposed to be for that specific country. Yep. In this case, it was moved back to moved back. Uh, Las Vegas. So anyway, uh, <laughs> Park has a four-fight winning streak, uh, seven and one over his last eight fights, and uh, right now Muniz at plus one forty-five lost uh, on consecutive stoppage losses to Brandon Allen and Paul Craig, which we we just saw Paul Craig fight uh, what a week ago, two weeks ago. So th- against Brandon Allen, against so the Brandon last Allen, two yeah. guys to beat. Uh, Muniz uh, fought, fought each, fought other, each yeah. other. So Muniz here plus 145 and Park is minus 185. Yeah, Muniz burst onto the scene. He looked like the, the next top contender in the 185-pound division. You know, he's got a very good submission game. Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, black belt, wizard on the ground, uh, and, and, you know, relatively improving stand-up. But when he got into some of the, you know, tougher, tougher competition or guys that can match him with submission for submission, like a Brendan Allen or a Paul Craig, uh, he ran into some trouble. He's facing a kind of a similar situation uh, with the Iron Turtle. It, it's not so much great nickname. Not so much just like the the submission game, but it's the top game. It's the control. It's the, it's the cardio. It's the pushing forward that is 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 worrisome for me. If you're Muniz um, and, and you're backing Muniz, now I'm I'm on the opposite end of a lot of uh, respected handicappers. I, I, I'm seeing a lot of. Uh, push for Muniz, especially as the underdog. He's not going to lose three fights in a row. He's too talented for that. But I've always been a big fan of Jun Young Park, and I think that you know because of his game, he's pushes strong cardio, has good enough stand-up to not be threatened. He's a very tough guy to finish. Only has one knockout loss in his career, and that's against RoboCop. RoboCop has iron in, in, in fists, and you know uh, he's not a guy that I think is going to be threatened by the submission game of, of Muniz because he's going to be able to control him uh, and, and have that strong top game. So uh, I like you know Park just to win the fight. I, I think that the money line is, is, is right where it, it should be. And I, I think the Iron Turtle is certainly worth backing here. All right, so minus 185, uh, put him into a parlay. Is that what we're doing here? That's a lot to lay, minus 185. Yeah, I guess you put him into a parlay. All right, we'll put him into our parlay. Because you asked. I mean, if we look at, we're looking for some value here. Park to win by knockout at plus 215. Uh, and then Muniz to win by submission at plus 300. Park to win by decision at plus 320. And Park to win by submission at plus 400. And then Muniz to win by decision at minus 500. Well, I mean, that's what, plus 500, that's what I love that you, you, you add those. Because I think if you're on Muniz's side, he's going to win the fight via submission. Okay. Like, I don't think he's going to outpoint, outwork Park. 
I, I just don't see that happening. So Park's going to get caught. In Park's going to get caught in something. He mm-hmm. he did. Anthony Hernandez caught him uh, in his I think in his UFC debut or one of his earlier fights in his UFC career. Mm-hmm. So that could happen again. Muniz is, is is certainly that talented to do that, especially because Park's going to want to probably have that that top game where he's controlling and maybe gets snatched up in an armbar or uh, a triangle choke. So add a little bit of a sprinkle to that plus three hundred. I I wouldn't mind backing that. All right, our next fight could be one of the better ones of the evening, if not the best one. Nasrat Hoxbarad minus 215 against Jamie Malarkey plus 165. Both these guys won at UFC 293. Malarkey, uh, he's he's back on the he they both won, so they both are coming in off of wins. It should be good. And my notes say here, this should be the fight of the night. Yeah, that's one of those fights. I don't play this this ever really. It's hard to find, but if you you, you can do it, those post fight bonus uh, fight of the plays, night, fight of the night. This you know this is gonna be a stand up war. Both guys gonna look to exchange. You know, dominate, walk to the center of the octagon, especially Malarkey. That's how he fights. You know, he's one of those guys that always is an entertaining fight and really hasn't, you know, been in a, in a boring fight in quite some time. Does get stopped, though. He has been stopped in the last couple of uh, his losses. Jalen Turner uh, stopped him. Uh, Namov stopped him in, in his in his last loss, but but he bounced back with an impressive victory over, you know, John McDessie, who's always a difficult guy to, to prepare for. But Hasperat's my guy. I think that even though, you know, his, his doppelganger, Calvin Gastelum, uh, lost last week. I'm going to go once again with the Gastelum. Look, look, if you put pictures of both those guys together, they are brothers. <laughs> um, I, I think, you know, Hasperat is just too tough. Too talented on the feet. Yeah, uh, he's gonna. We're gonna stick him into our parlay with Park. I'm gonna All not right. gonna go any method of victory specialty there. I think Malarkey is a tough out when he's been stopped. Uh, you know, it's been against really big thumpers. Hasparat doesn't you know strike me as as big of a puncher uh, as a Jalen Turner or an Alexander Volkanovsky. Alexander Volkanovsky fought uh, Malarkey way back when, back in uh, May of 2016, and knocked him out uh, for the AFC featherweight championship of the world back in Melbourne, Australia, 2016. Yeah, well. <laughs> anyway, that's how I feel. But, yeah, it should be a fun fight. Fireworks for sure. All right. Uh, even though you don't want to, I'm still going to mention them. Hasperat to win by knockout is plus 300. Malarkey to win by decision is plus 350. The main one here is Hasperat to win by decision at plus 110. Yeah. I can't, I can't feel good with that. I just want to go parlay. All right. We'll because I think the there's, there's too that's much it. of a risk. I mean, the submission games are not going to be there. You can throw those yeah. out with confidence. So mm-hmm. um, maybe as I as I talked about uh, similarly with the uh, Anthony Smith, Hasperat to win round two to start. Okay. Hasperat to win round three to start. Okay. Uh, if you want to add a, a little bit of, uh, of flavor and, and uh, <laughs> juice to the, to that pick. All right. And then our main event here for this fight card, Sonia Dong minus 430. Chris Gutierrez plus 300 here. Uh, this is... This is Song Yudong's third straight main event appearance. So cardio, not an issue uh, for him. Uh, and uh, last time he uh, had a fifth round stoppage win over Ricky Simon back in April, got performance of the night for that. Uh, this is also his 30th professional fight, and he's only 26. Everybody's having birthdays. He turned 26 last week. How I didn't get that? him anything either. Are you well, mad about that? Yeah, I mean, listen, I mean, you don't know him. Okay. You know me. I know of him. You know me. You I don't know just you. know of me. Just uh, would have been nice. I'm just saying. Uh, Gutierrez, Wait, was it a special birthday? 
Did I miss like a, a special number? No, it was 39. Okay, well, next, <laughs> next year I got you. I got you next year. Uh, at the end of October, uh, Gutierrez got a uh, unanimous decision, so he's coming back. I mean, what are we talking about? This the he, six weeks for that turnaround right there. So he's eight, two, and one. Well, this was this was supposed years. to be Peter Peter Yan. Yes, so, this was supposed to be Peter Yan versus Song Yudong. So. Yeah, and now so Christy Gutierrez steps in as plus three hundred, the underdog. Yeah, I mean this card was built around Song Yudong. Uh, you know, it was supposed to be that's why it was going to be featured, you know, in China with mm-hmm. y- Yudong, you know, being the focal point. Um, not a big worrisome about the, the shift in, in location because this guy trains a Team Alpha Male in California. So the, the fight card taking place in Las Vegas, not a, a huge issue for Song Yudong. And you're right. You know, look, he's headlined, you know, in his last two fights. Uh, he, he looked uh, awful against Corey Sanhagen. That fight was stopped in the fourth round, yeah. doctor stoppage. Uh, and then in the fifth round, in his last fight, Ricky Simone, you know, finishing that dude in the fifth round, that's impressive because Simone's a guy with heavy grappling, hard to finish, keeps was coming after you. Was that Song Yudong? Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Was that the fight that was stopped? Was that the one where his face just like... It fell off? The, yeah. Like where we were both, we, I was just texting you, I'm like, lurch, I don't uh, know how this guy is still standing up. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's exactly, insane. Exactly. So, uh, but Court Sanhagen, one of the best, you know, bantamweights in yeah. the world, so no, no shame in that. Yudong thumps with all, you know he he can hit with with the best of them and really when he struggled it's it's with guys that are are looking to come forward after you and and work in the grappling game Kyler Phillips another guy look Song Yudong beat Marlon Vera that's a bullshit decision Marlon Vera won that fight and now is a guy too Marlon Vera was coming forward at it. Chris Gutierrez is not going to come forward he's going to look to establish his leg kicks which are some of the best in mixed martial arts but I don't think Yudong's going to be threatened by that so if Yudong doesn't have to worry about the pressure game Yudong doesn't have to worry about takedowns being, being a huge factor, I think Yudong's going to have room to work uh, and room to establish his power and establish the distance that he's going to feel comfortable with with Chris Gutierrez. Um, I don't like where the, the odds currently sit. I think Yudong is too big of a favorite. Uh, you could, we could stuff him in the parlay, but this is once again going to be what my recommendation is, and I found a lot of success. If you can get creative with it, Yudong to win, round three to start. Yudong to win, round two to start if you don't feel comfortable with it. Because I, I think Chris Gutierrez is going to want to establish that distance so he's not going to be you know caught early uh, by Yudong's power uh, and look to get that those leg kicks going but then once we get into the second and third and you know fourth round we've seen Song Young now the cardio is not an issue for him it was earlier in his career not anymore I think he'll find success and get either a late finish or end up winning on the judges scorecards which is why I'm recommending that you you couple in the two the okay. round two or round three to start with Yudong to win all right we'll add that in and then also some value here if we're looking for it Yudong to win by knockout is uh plus 120 Yudong to win by decision is plus 150 and Yudong to win by submission is plus 900 I'm not giving you good tears. submission no not no, submission happen. is plus 900. Yeah, not going to yeah. happen. Not but by happen. decision is plus 150, by knockout is plus 120. We'll just stuff them in the parlay, parlay try to add yeah. some value uh, there. That is this card. The picks officially are just a parlay and a couple of those, you know, like Yudong to win and round three to start or round two to start. Also, the uh, Anthony smith Khalil Roundtree Jr. fight under one and a half. You want to go under one and a half at minus 130? Yeah, that's fine. Under one and a half at minus 130. The full gamut of picks can be found at FatJackSports.com. We have three fights in our parlay so far, unless there's something else you want to add in. Biggest um, favorite on the card, uh, uh, Tatsura Tyra is is going to walk through Carlos Hernandez. Tatsura Tyra. 
Tyra. Yeah. Against Carlos Fernandez. Oh, minus 590. What are you doing here? All right. <laughs> just add to it if we get All that right, little sprinkle. All right, just throw it in there. All right. A little so, sprinkle, sprinkle. All right. So we got uh, Park, Hawksparat, Yadong, and Tyra at uh, those four fighters to win. Money line, just no, no method of victory, nothing. Just money line. It pays plus 225. Okay. That's pretty good. Yeah, I like that. All right, that. we'll take that. We'll take that. So he is Jordan Sherwood. You can follow all of his uh, picks. And Are you his able to musings. find something for me just to let me know what it what the value is? Yeah. What do you need? Tyra round one via submission. Oh, okay. Hold on. Because hold on. Uh, Carlos Hernandez, the one time he lost in the UFC was uh, you know via submission. Tyra is one of these guys that uh, there was an ESPN article that featured him, potential right. future champions in each division. He's one of the ones that was identified at flyaway. This is another guy that like look again. Remembering this was supposed to be in China. This was supposed to showcase yeah. some of those fighters uh, from the Pacific. This this is one of those fighters that was going to have kind of like a squash match, if you will. Um, so what's the pay? I feel like those are up on Thursday. Okay. Because I can't. You'll have to wait. Like I, it's well, nor, like the main card is up today. Those, uh, the value plays, the method of victories, the over the totals, all the uh, fight parlays that you can do. Like you know, Yadong to win in round three by knockout. Like those are all up today for the main card. But for the um, undercard, that doesn't come out until Thursday or Friday. Okay, so we'll so, have to wait. But that's my recommendation. Yes. If you could find some value, I think you know Tyra's going to walk through Carlos Hernandez, get something uh, you know explosive early, and, and get uh, work in a submission at some point in the first round. All right, that is our unnamed MMA podcast for today. Those are all of Jordan Sherwood's picks. Make sure you get the rest of them after weigh-ins and all that kind of stuff. After Jordan looks at these guys on the scale and makes all of his determinations, you can get those all at FatJackSports.com. Follow him on Twitter at Woodon. ESPN 1000. You can follow me on Twitter at Adam A. Abdallah. And of course, next week we will be back for the card of the year. Is it the card of the year? Is it the best card of the year? Is it the card? I mean, is it the best card of the year? It's the best card of the year. Top to bottom, it is. I'll tell is. you this, it's the last card of the year. I mean, the first <laughs> fight is Randy Brown. Yeah. I think I think has been in a co-main event. Yeah. Against the uh, King of Kung Fu. No, it's it, listen, it's nuts. It's great. It's going to be awesome. I can't wait for it. Uh maybe we'll we'll uh, record that one a little bit earlier so we can get a full uh full oh, Patty the Batty, Shotcott yeah. Rock Ma- Every, Ma- Yeah, Ma- Ma- everybody's on this. It's going to be awesome. Andre Touchy Feely. Yeah. Dustin Jacoby, friend of the show. Cody Garbrandt, Brian Kelleher. Yeah, I mean it's good. It's gonna be a great card. God, they gotta get they gotta get Josh Emmett still on that card. They do, because that was supposed to be a great fight. Yeah, Chichikakasi. Yeah, and we'll talk about it all next week on the Unnamed MMA Podcast. Thanks for listening.